Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Ricky. And welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. All right, this is part five of what to do in a recession from a sales and marketing standpoint. We went over a couple of other sections already. If you haven't checked out those episodes, it's the past four episodes where we break down every single item that we're about to put together in this episode. So we talked very quickly. I'm just going to summarize cash position, metrics and KPIs. Don't arbitrarily cut the pivot to digital. To go into those, we're basically going to use an example and I'll use a client example. So one of our clients is in the e-commerce space. They're serving like a niche that there are other competitors in. One specific competitor is actually quite a bit larger than them, about Mm -hmm. 10 times larger. And uh, we know that, for example here, uh, our ROAS is very high versus their ROAS. So we know that each sale is more profitable because the ROAS is that much greater. Like the competitor is probably somewhere in the vicinity of three to five X ROAS, which is excellent, especially at their scale. Our client is at a lower scale, but they're at like an 8 to 12 ROAS. So we know that profitability-wise, we're in a superior position. Arguably, we could infer that the cash position of this company is stronger. So we know a couple of things. When things get a bit tighter, the metrics are generally going to go down. Like ROAS's will theoretically go down as like the number of purchasers decrease less Purchasers means that if the same amount of media is being spent, uh, you're Mm -hmm. getting less effect per dollar of media. So Mm -hmm. what's going to happen with the the bigger competitor is that likely they're going to have to either limit media spend to claw that back to match the retraction of the number of customers available. And for our client, that means that their ROAS might go down a little, but that's not a problem because if they go from Mm -hmm. one campaign, they're at 12 and it goes down to 10, it's still a good day. And if it goes from eight to a six, that's still a good day. But if their competitor goes from a three to a one or a five to a three, it's like, that's not a good day. And there's actually like material problems that happen. And this is also why a lot of our clients ask us, like, what's the right time to scale? And the answer is, you know, it depends what your goals are. However, if your ROAS is a little bit higher, you have a lot more options available to you as you scale the rest of your organization and add some fixed costs and things like this. So how it pertains to cash position in this conversation is we're in a very good cash position. Maybe they have as much money, but each individual sale is more profitable on our end, which means that our position is strong overall. So if you're coming in with a higher ROAS into a market like this, you want to push your advantage. Exactly. This means that like we can directly attack their market share by either A, increasing ad spend and therefore lowering ROAS a bit more until it gets re-optimized, number one. So we're going to try to directly take market share on their behalf. But number two, we're actually rolling out a niche strategy where there's underserved markets that the other competitor doesn't know about. Also, because we are smaller and at the end of the day, if they retract too much of their spend and redeploy it in certain aspects, they could really affect their sales. So we're going to also deploy a knee strategy at the same time. And our strategy here is not to back down. Like they may have to back down on spending their ad spend, but we're actually going to look to increase the ad spend to try to match their retraction so that we can take their market share. 
so this is where basically if you're only measuring your KPIs and you're not measuring your metrics, this is where it can be challenging for you, right? Because when we're talking about ROAS, we're talking about metrics, we're talking about real money. And if you can't measure these things, how are you going to push your advantage? You have no idea. You're basically in a fog in a situation where you don't know if you have the ability to push your advantage. This is why measuring the metrics versus the KPIs is so critical so you know where you can push your advantage. And this is also where when a slowdown values do change. So like some people that may have been purchasing from you three or four times a year might only go down to two and making that adjustment. And this is the other side of the metric side is that if you're only measuring ROAS and you're not measuring the lifetime value of a customer, the ROAS, if it goes down, like it might for a lot of people, it might seem like you should retract your spend. But if you look at the lifetime value, maybe the lifetime value is the same. It's just lower on a per year basis. So for example, let's imagine that somebody used to purchase four times. Now they're only purchasing twice, but we know that we can acquire a customer in the, in the more recessionary times for more years because they're going to be a steady, a steadier customer, right? So there, there could be some customers that you know are purchasing four times a year only for a year or two because they're not going to stick with the brand, but people that stick with a brand, even during recessionary times, likely have a longer lifespan in terms of number of months or years. So yes, you're going to get less purchases from them per year, but you're going to get more years out of them. And that's something that like is a very specific nuance of people that buy during a recession. It takes us to our next point. Yeah, I was just going to say, this is where if you're cutting the wrong audience or cutting at the wrong time, this is where you're going to create problems for yourself. Do not arbitrarily cut. Don't take a haircut 50% across the board because the budget needs a 50% cut. Be very strategic where you're making these cuts. And you need to look at the LTV as well as the CAC to see where does this make sense? Because you don't want to cut your high LTV customers. And like this is where really closely measuring like the cohorts or, or like the customer segments really starts to matter as customer behavior changes. Not all your customers are going to act the same way. There might be some trends one way or another, but you need to like really take a look at are all customers purchasing less? Is their average order value all going down or is there a specific segment of my customer base that remains unfazed? And if so, how do I acquire more of those customers? So really getting into that data and then basically splitting it up by like sub-segment is it becomes even more important in not arbitrarily cutting your budget here and there. Lastly, keep those digital efforts up high because if, you're, if you've looked at your cash position, if you've looked at the KPIs and the metrics, and if you've done that analysis by customer type, figure out what that customer type is and just press them harder on the digital side in a very targeted way. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a great summary. If you guys remember, we have a white paper which goes through all of these details. We will post the link to this. So you guys can download that. But yeah, this has been just basically a summary of that white paper. Definitely download it, check it out uh, and let us know what you think. Yep. Remember to subscribe, leave us a comment or a question. We answer questions in episodes. Please feel free to do so.